Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. My name is Paul, and this is Checking In with Chomo. How's everybody doing? Hope everything is going okay in your world. We are wrapping it up for November. Just a few more of these left. What am I going to do in December when I'm not doing these every day? It's going to feel weird. It's going to feel really weird. I have questions and comments and stuff to get to. There's also the voicemail. If you want to call the voicemail, it's 941-315-6985. Go ahead and give it a call. I will try to get around to it because there's only a couple days left in this thing, but I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, after the new year, 2020, this is going to be maybe a weekly thing, maybe an every other weekly thing, maybe a twice a week thing. Uh, it's just going to depend on you know how it goes. We'll see how it goes. These are not hard to put together, so it's not like putting a, an episode of Varmints together where I have to write and research and edit and all that crap. I just, just farted out there into the world. Oh, boy. So, one of the questions I got was, I would love to hear a story about a time you overcame something. It could be anything as long as it was important to you. That was from Danielle. Thank you, Danielle. And then my friend Kirk and his friends over at the Podcast Discovery Show podcast. The Podcast Discovery Show. I got to meet Kirk one time. Nice guy. Got to got to hang out with him for a few minutes. Over there on the old podcast Discovery Show, which is a great show, they were talking about ankles and how the ankle is uh, just a as far as joints go in the human body, that thing is problematic. So I I said, boy, do I have an ankle story for you, buddy. <laughs> And I told it on another, on another podcast, but I don't know if that podcast exists anymore. I kind of don't think it does. So I will tell you my ankle story. So buckle up. So I, I cleaned pools for a long time, pool maintenance. I worked outside and I enjoyed doing that job. It was a really good job. All told, I mean, if you total it all up, I think I did it for about 10 years. And I started doing it in 1997. And it was great. I, could, I physically could handle it. I got to be outside. It was not hard work. It was hard work, but I had had far worse jobs up until that point. So... One day, I, it, this was in 2000, 2001, it was very beginning of 2001, so it's been almost, gosh, it's been almost 19 years, I cannot believe it's been that long. I don't remember what day of the week it was, but I remember it was the last pool of the day, and I was doing this pool, I had parked in an empty lot next door to the house, all done with the pool, I grabbed my all my hoses and all my equipment and my buckets and I probably had about 40 pounds of stuff 
that I was carrying and I stepped off of a pool deck into a yard probably about a foot foot and a half I stepped down into the into the empty lot and I turned my ankle I turned my right ankle really really hard like I really sprained it good and that sucked like that really sucked so like an idiot I tried to get up and walk it off so I got up I picked up all my equipment and all my hoses and I said well, I'll just limp on back to the uh, to the truck and my ankle gave out on me again a second time and this time it sounded like a like a like a gunshot it just went pow it's like oh boy and that hurt like that was beyond just a normal ankle sprain that that hurt bad and I went down and I said oh buddy I'm I'm in a lot of trouble so I get back up I'm more like I'm hopping on one foot which is hard to do because it's like I'm hopping on one foot on uneven ground I have 40 pounds of equipment that I have to get back into the truck I am I'm injured so I, I I do my best I'm like just scooping stuff up and throwing it into the to the bed of the truck like I'm not even trying to be neat and tidy and organized about it and as I'm doing that because I can't hop the whole time I put my right foot down on the ground again and I put a little bit of weight on it and it goes pop a third time a third big pop and that hurt like when you see like athletes like a basketball player and they hurt or like a football player and they hurt and they're down on the ground and they're rolling around and they're going ah that's what I was doing like I was in trouble three big pops and I okay well I have to what am I going to do I don't have a cell phone it's like 2001 I, I did not have a cell phone I was in the middle of this empty lot get myself into the truck and uh, start the truck get it kind of turned around and it got stuck in like some soft sand in the middle of the empty lot because it was a lot that was under construction so now my truck is stuck I'm injured and so I had to wave down these guys that were at a, con at a construction site and wave them down they speak Spanish, I speak English, I, I, I explain to them, hey, my truck is stuck, I, and I can't do anything about it. You know, can you, can you, and they were nice, they got me out, and uh, before I, before they, uh, you know, before I left, I said, thank you, I gave them, like, I think a $5 bill or something for some beer. I said, go, go get some cerveza, and, and so they were, they were happy with that, and I, I started driving back to the office in my truck, which was a manual transmission. <laughs> And I only have one, one operable foot driving, oh, I don't know, 10 miles in a manual transmission little Toyota truck with my left foot. Get back to the, to the office. I'm using, I don't remember how I got into the office. I, I found something to kind of use as a crutch. And got into the office, I said, call my wife I'm hurt and tell her to bring my crutches because I had had crutches I had a bee sting on my ankle 
that like made my foot swell up and I couldn't walk on it for like a day. And I got and I got crutches. So yeah, I said, tell her to bring the crutches. So called my wife. She brought the crutches with her. I, I had since taken my foot and my sock off and my right foot just ballooned up to the size of like a grapefruit. Like there was no sort of bone definition in it of any sort. It was just like a boof. And it hurt. It hurt really bad. So, uh, got it, got, got out to the car on my crutches. We went to the emergency room. We waited there for about three hours. They took a look at it. They took an x-ray. They said, okay, you need to go see an orthopedic surgeon probably tomorrow. Let's give you a referral. So they, they bandaged it up. I think they, what do they do? They put like an ace bandage around it. They didn't put a cast on it. They put something on it. They wrapped it up really, really tight and sent me home. They give me pain medicine? They might have. So next day I go make an appointment. It wasn't like the next day or two. Obviously I couldn't work. Make an appointment with the orthopedic surgeon. I go in there and he takes a couple of x-rays and he's like calling people in to look at my ankle. Which is never a good sign when the doctor is calling people in and, and saying, Oh my god, look at this. <laughs> that, that was my ankle. <laughs> and he was telling people, this is a third degree ankle sprain. Take a good look. Like, check out what this looks like. Because you'll probably never see one of these again. It's like 2% of ankle sprains are third degree. And third degree means you have three ligaments that are holding your foot onto the rest of your leg and I ruptured all three of those ligaments like completely broke them and that was the three pops I heard was those three ligaments pop 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 and I'm and I'm holding my foot up and it's just sort of hanging off of the end of my leg at a very unnatural weird angle because there was really not much holding my my foot onto my leg other than skin and muscle and Maybe a few tendons. I don't know how stuff works down there. But my foot was not attached to the rest of my leg as it should have been. So obviously I'm going to need surgery. So we scheduled the surgery. I don't remember how soon after the doctor's visit. It was fairly soon afterwards. And he goes, well, we'll you know, we'll put your put your ankle right back together. You'll be back to work in six weeks and it'll you'll, you'll be right as rain. You'll be back back doing what you're doing. Went in, had the surgery, went to like this little day surgery place. They attached all the ligaments. They put me all back together. They wrapped me up real good. I think they put a, they put a cast on me. I think they just wrapped me up really, really good with a bunch of ace bandages and put me in one of those big black Darth Vader boots and sent me home. <coughs> Excuse me. Sent me home with you know, some antibiotics and some painkillers, and I don't remember how, at, at the time I was out for like six weeks, I think. So I was just sitting at home, and the pain in my ankle is getting worse, and it's getting worse, and it's getting worse, and I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I called the doctor, hey, uh, you know, these painkillers, they're not really touching the pain. Okay, we'll just take more of them then. 
hey, those still aren't working. Okay, well, here, we'll prescribe you different painkillers. Yeah, that's not working either. Okay, we'll take more of the different painkillers. To the point where nothing that they were throwing at me was killing the pain. And the pain was so bad that I was crying. Like, crying from the pain. That was worse pain than the injury. And probably the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Was that pain. Like, it was un unbelievable. And I was so wired up, gacked up on painkillers that I was hallucinating. I was sweating. I remember just, like, sweating through the bed. Like, all my sheets. I was just sweating constantly. And I was just really, really... In, in addition to being in a lot of pain, I was really, really sick. And I really thought, like, I didn't know what was going on, but it was not good. So that was about 11 days in. I was supposed to see them 14 days after the surgery. This was 11 days in. And they, were, they said, okay, well, clearly something is very, very wrong. Get down to the office. Go down to the office. Put my foot up. And the woman, I'll never forget this poor woman. Her name was Lori. She was so nice. And she started unwrapping my, my right ankle. And she was disgusted. Like, you could tell the look on her face. Like, she was... I thought she was going to barf. And they said, oh, uh, you have a, you, your ankle is infected. Where we gave you surgery is, is all infected. And that's why, <laughs> that's why you were in so much pain. Because you have an infection and you have had an infection and it's really, really bad. And we have to now send you to a wound care specialist to take care of the wound so that we can take care of your ankle. <clears throat> so they wrap up my my uh, my ankle, send me to the wound care specialist. And I don't remember, like, they must have, like, they packed, I think they packed the wound, like, full of gauze, like, full of gauze, so that when I went to back to the wound care specialist, they were pulling out the gauze like it was the never-ending handkerchief trick at a music, you know, at a magician. You know, the magician like takes his hat and flips it upside down, and and the never-ending handkerchief comes out of it, and the music is going da 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 da. That's what the gauze was like coming out of my ankle. And excuse me while I make a disgusting cough. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry about that. So they're pulling the uh, the gauze out of my, out of what is a about a dime shaped, a dime sized hole in the side of my right ankle. A hole that you could look down into and see my bone. That was really interesting. So, <laughs> so okay, what kind of infection does this guy have? Was it staph? No. Was it some other kind of infection that I knew I would probably get? that I, there was a chance of me getting because I signed all those papers that I might get some sort of infection? No. It was E. coli. I got an E. coli infection in my ankle 
that got into my bloodstream, that got everywhere, because that's why I was so sick, was because I was just full of E. coli infection, and if I had waited an another day or two, I probably would not be talking to you in this microphone. So the, the wound care specialist, he also happens to be an orthopedic surgeon, and he says, when do you want to be admitted to the hospital? I said, yesterday. And he said, good call. <laughs> so I think we went right from the wound care specialist into the hospital where I stayed for a week. I turned 30 in the hospital and I was there for a whole week. They did three more surgeries on me. Two of them were to just get out all the dead tissue because I had a bunch of dead stuff, including the ligaments that were reattached. Those were gone. Those were gone. Those could not be reattached anymore because they had, they were dying. They were part of the dying, the dying flesh that was in my ankle that had to get cleaned out. So yeah, two surgeries that were just cleaning my ankle out. And then the third surgery was to make sure that they had cleaned everything out. And they said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to take a piece of a tendon from the side of your leg. And we're going to, we're going to like cut it into like three skinny strips. And those are going to be your new ligaments. And we're going to take that muscle that's over those, over that tendon and we're gonna flap it over because the skin on the outside of your ankle needs something to grow over because you don't have any fat on the side of your ankle. It's just skin and and a little bit of muscle and some, you know, some, some veins and some arteries and then your bone. Like there's nothing there on the side of your ankle. So basically you're gonna be, you're not gonna have a muscle there anymore. That muscle is gonna be flapped over Skin's going to grow back on top of it, and then that muscle is just going to atrophy, and it's going to be gone. Sure, fix it however you need to. So that's what they did. That's exactly what they did. They took a muscle, and they took part of a tendon, and they Frankensteined my ankle back together. And so I am without a muscle that... You'd be surprised. You'd need that muscle for a lot of things. So, like, there's things that I cannot do. Like, I, I found out that if I wanted to ice skate or rollerblade, I do not have the muscle that is required for that. It's a tiny little muscle, but I can't, I can't do it. I have my right ankle right now has about 50% of the range of motion as my left ankle. Like, it, it, it has barely any range of motion at all. And it's really like, it's, it, I walk around with a sprained ankle all the time. That is the, that is the long and short of it. I, 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 my ankle is jacked up. And it is almost always in some sort of pain. And that six weeks I was supposed to be off of work wound up being about five months. Because once it healed and I got the staples out, that was another thing. They took a staple out of the top of my foot because they had to drill a hole in the top of my foot and I had to have like a staple there over the drill hole. They took the staple out and it hit a nerve that I felt throughout my entire body and my right big toe was numb for about two years. 
like numb, fast asleep numb. I could not feel my big, my right big toe for two years. And then I had to have physical therapy because my right leg shrank down to about the size of my right arm, which is not ideal. Healed up, got all physical therapy, went back to work where they were very, very nice. They took me back. They gave me a desk job. And so my job was going to be out cleaning pools half the time and in the office the other half of the time. And that worked out really, really well until somebody else hurt their knee and couldn't work. And then I was back out cleaning pools full time and I couldn't do it. It just it hurt too much. And I had to stop. I had to I had to quit that job and I had to go to, to college. And that just that changed my life. That injury changed my life. And it was, man, that doctor. I couldn't do anything about the doctor. I couldn't do any. There's no nothing legal that I could do. You know, to sue that doctor or anything, because when you sign those papers and say, hey, you know, the papers say, hey, bad stuff could happen to you sign here if you agree with that and you understand that and then you sign that and then something bad happens to you then you, the lawyer won't you, you can't do anything you're stuck so I was stuck so I went back to school which was good it gave me a career and I actually did wind up having to go back and clean pools again for a little while when the recession happened but I, I at least have a I have a, a marketable trade that I am now using. And I also have a handicap. I have a, I have a legitimate physical handicap. Like I have a piece of paper somewhere that says that I am so much percent physically handicapped. It's not enough percent to get a really, really great parking spot at the grocery store, but it is there. And I, and I do like there, there's just stuff I can't do. Like I cannot run. I tell people that if you see me running, you need to kill whatever is chasing me, or at least be faster than me, because I'm in trouble. Can't run, can't really do a lot of sports. I haven't really been able to do very much physical activity at all for the past 19 years almost. And that sucks because I also have a desk job where I sit all day and it's very easy for me because of my genetics and because of my job and because of a lot of other factors, including the fact that I enjoy food, to keep the weight off. And so I basically have to control that through diet because there's a lot of people just say, oh, just go on a treadmill, just do some cardio. I can't. <laughs> my, my ankle won't let me. You know, I have to like... I have to plan my life around what my ankle can handle. Okay, you want to go walk on the boardwalk? Great, I will go walk on the boardwalk with you. I just have to adjust things because when I come home, I'm going to be on the couch with my ankle in ice. And I won't be able to walk for the rest of the night. And I'll probably need some ibuprofen. That is, that's the, that's the reality I'm living with my ankle right now. So yeah, that 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 was a uh, that was quite a thing. That's a thing that I continue to deal with, and there was a lot of good that came out of it. Believe it or not, I I got a career, like I said, 
I got to watch every single episode of Law & Order ever. That was fun. I like that show. So yeah, that's, uh, that's that story. <laughs> I have a really, you know what, if I had thought about it, I would like turn the music off and just sort of, let me see if I can do it. Let me see if I can like, nah, I won't do it. If I turn the music off and I took my shoe and my sock off and I, I moved my ankle into the microphone, you'd be able to hear it. It's like, let me see if I can do it. Hang on. If this works, it'll be worth it. All right. I'm going to put the microphone right up by my ankle. See if you can hear it. All that, all that crunchy stuff. That's all like scar tissue and bone spurs and all kinds of crunchy stuff that's floating around in my ankle. It's fun. It's fun stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I've talked for uh, 25 minutes about my ankle and I'm going to shut up now. And thank you for listening. And thanks for checking in. <laughs>